Or if someone calls you baby and you don't know them that well, you're like, why do you call me baby? Like, don't don't call me baby. <laughs> it's too early, baby. We're pre-baby. This is pre-baby. Only my mom calls me baby. Lick my balls. Yeah. Wow. Yay. Hello. Mm. Wow. What a fucking start. Bianca. (laughs) Yes. You came by my house the other day to pick something up and I didn't even risk opening the front door. I'm very glad you didn't. Because... I I personally believe that you've been infected with the virus. I believe that you fought it, and I believe that um, uh, I don't. I'm not trying to be a hero. This is the last. Somebody I, I had a I had an argument with somebody this week about because the governor or the mayor or somebody you know said like shelter in place and like this is an or, or no they they wrote a thing about. They tweeted about how you should basically rat snitch on somebody, right? If you see them, uh, if their business is open, yeah. So like, yeah, we talked about totali- last time. Snitches get rewards. Yeah, this is totalitarianism, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, you know that the entire U.S. justice system relies on snitches. That's the way it's called witness testimony. It's not. Uh, what if I see someone murder your mom? Should I still not say anything? Should I see, also, what, if, what called, if I see, you know, what were what? you saying? No, no, you go ahead. I'm very sensitive to oh, not sorry. cutting you off now. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, I Like I said, I barely notice it. But, um, oh, if you've watched an episode of the first 48, I don't understand how you somehow think the whole justice system isn't, a, isn't based on such an, all the first 48 is, is like, how soon can we get someone to snitch? Yeah, and people love the first 48, but I I think that they, (laughs) I think people on the first 48 are, people who watch the first 48 are everyone. They go like, I'm a criminal. That's what the appeal of hip hop is. (laughs) I'm a criminal, but I'm also, I'm not doing no time for no bitch ass motherfucker I just met. Like everybody, (laughs) and I'm a cop because I'm trying to get to the bottom of everything. Like just everyone's full of shit about the part that they play in uh, right. a civilized society. But it's like, what? And then we got to open up the, uh, we got to open businesses back up. Somebody was saying it to me the other night and I was like, okay, go ahead. All you can, all you tough guy heroes can go ahead. Right. This is, it's basically a disaster movie where someone's like, we got to make a run for it. It's like, okay, you don't, I don't have to, but if you want to make a run for it, <laughs> fucking knock yourself out. Like, I'm not, I'm just, yeah. I don't, I, I don't understand why, what people don't understand about what needs to be done. Like, everyone needs to be tested, and then we can start over. That's, until right. everyone can test, there's, everyone can get tested, there is not going to be any kind of life that we're used to. That's, and, and that Fauci this week said... Like I was saying, um, thing about everyone's going to need to have a certificate. Like, where are your papers? 
basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all going to be basically you have your actors with our HIV tests. Um, finally. <laughs> um, so. So. Uh, so. So, yeah. Binkers. Binkers. Binkers cities. That's. Uh, that's. Um, that's. That's that. Now. Binkers. Um, well, let's just do all the COVID shit. So. Yeah. Uh, um, what's his name? Um, Fauci said that we will never shake hands again, which you know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I am more than fine with that. Well, you're still going to push your boobs into people. So that's exciting for you. Right. Um, I want a hug, though. You just go like put your thing up. And then <laughs> <laughs> just touch the boobs. Yeah. You should, or you could have you could turn around and have people do the Janet Jackson on you. Come what? up from behind. Pleasure you principle? And, yeah, no, oh. come up from behind you and grab your boobs. Yeah. Um, the um, uh, I that's fine. I, again, as if this this disease weren't racist enough to take giving pounds and dabs away from black dudes is. So this is fine though. No. Uh this isn't great. There's still germs up there. Doing the pound is not doing like the fist to fist. It's not great. The terrorist. There's fist way bed. less germs. There are less germs, but there's not no germs. Um, well, we're never going to get no germs. Yeah. I guess if we don't touch. <laughs> yeah, if you don't touch, if you don't fucking touch hands. Hey, touching hands is so fucking gross anyway. It's in <laughs> some know. ways grosser than kissing. Open mouth kissing. Because this is the great, it's everyone's gripper. No one has sucked their own dick. Everyone has jerked off, is my point. Um, so I don't want to fucking, I would rather, I would rather French with you than shake your hand. I'm not going to do either. Is I that mean, the new kiss? Beautiful young lady. Um, but uh, yeah, so. So well, and I, some people don't wash their hands well. So you don't know who you're shaking hands with. A lot of you people really don't, don't wash know. their hands well. I mean, I don't I think most people didn't wash their hands well until the until the guidelines that came out. I'm an OG constant hand washer. I'm a germaphobe. I like washing my hands. It makes me feel like reset. And now all these people I'm like, why do we need to teach people how to wash their hands? Because people didn't Fucking know how to do it. Gross. <laughs> Is like, happy birthday. Scrub that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, so, you know, uh, I feel bad. I, I'm happy that we're going to, I don't know if we're going to go to bowing, the mm, <laughs> spirituality. Um, that didn't really help mm, Asia. Uh, sure didn't, Bianca. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, you can't eat bats. That's the thing. I think that goes without saying don't eat a bat. And don't, don't shake hands. eat a bat. Um, <laughs> so, so that was that. Um, What's other COVID stuff? Uh, other COVID stuff. Um, the, what's the China? Well, well, my guy, the King of Thailand, who will, if you bring up a King of Thailand, I always say that we the king love of, the King. The King the of king. Thailand. You're not allowed to say anything about, but. Uh, the King of Thailand, I, I would say, looks like a a uh, disgraced cop who shot an unarmed black kid and is on unpaid leave. 
he's got like the cleft palate. He's <laughs> he just looks like a like a guy who lives in in Red Hook, Brooklyn. There you go. Like he's suspended without pay. <laughs> Take away his military uniform, and he looks like every no. Put him cop. in the crop top. Yeah. Go oh, that, get him in the crop, crop top. But uh, see the well. You see the bottom second from the left. Yeah, that's the one. This guy is basically Mickey <laughs> Rourke. In he dresses like Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke is his. He wears his true religion jeans. Uh, there's right. only one. There's only one. They got surveillance photos of him that day that he went shopping dressed like Mickey Rourke. Um, he's also 67, which I was kind of weirdly impressed he by. Looks he looks good. Look 67. No, um, he looks good. He's just a maniac. He's an absolute maniac, but he's my kind of maniac. And right, because <laughs> um, he's vindictive. And if you say anything about him, you go to jail. Whereas I just hold a grudge. Um, but the thing that he did that I love right now, he's in Germany. He, he, he chose the, the, um, the outbreak lockdown as an opportunity to go to a, a chalet in Germany with a <laughs> 20 lady harem, um, which is, uh, I guess a 20 is probably the right number. Is there, uh, here's a question, Bianca. As a woman, would you have any interest in having a male harem? Uh, and forget about the fact that, that like, let's say no, there's no such thing as STDs and you cannot, and they've all had their tubes tied. Um, I would do, okay, two, two is fine. Two dudes... Like if you were in, and I'm not saying they're fucking you at the same time. I'm saying right, thank just you. in a like a. Uh, I always wanted to have a sex farm, um, where you just have like yeah, you get your own house, you get your own, you get your own uh, dwelling, um, and you stipend full. You get everything you need. <laughs> you put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, yeah. Well, why not? And uh, and and then you get um. You get, uh, and then I can have sex with you whenever I want. But it's not like, it's just like, it's not brutal. So you're going with two. Yeah, two guys is plenty. (laughs) But do you you want to talk to them? Men are very emotional. Yeah, sure. But guys are so fucking emotional that it's like, two is my max. Can't do more than two. He, uh, well, they're especially jealous. Like, so where, what, were you with him? No, mother, yeah, I was, yeah. That's why you might be better <laughs> off having 30. Because you can't get jealous well, of no, cause then you like, guys. But then they start doing their, they start doing their own thing. They forget about you. They're like, this bitch. They, I don't want them to band together. They can't, they have no rights. They can't band yeah, together. Yeah, but they could all murder me. No, no. I'm just saying, like, what's the... You're still going with two. They can't. Nothing bad's going to happen. Okay, I don't want them to have like their separate camaraderie away from me. You want to own the camaraderie? That's <laughs> what you're saying, basically. I don't know what I'm saying. What is this <laughs> exercise? No, but I would two is max. Max. If I was like I a would queen, go, I would go with uh, fifty. 
because ew, why again there's no st- all the ooh what is the no, ooh? i'm not saying the ooh is just like why do you need that many women i mean because they get repetitive I, variety variety's the spice of life i don't know if you heard that um <laughs> no i missed that one <laughs> yeah uh variety's the spice of life and uh you get and 50 is uh, they can't get upset they can't get upset if you if it's like you're one of 50 you don't have a shot at being the one, at being the bachelorette if you're a uh, 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 you don't you're not getting the ro- there is no rose ceremony but you're going to be well paid you're you're going to you're going to be set i'll send That's you to so a many four year i will give you a it's like a athletic scholarship uh, but i i give you a four year uh uh, education uh, stipend uh, 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 gift, a gift card for an education at a school of your choice four years so how long do they gotta do jail time or whatever it's not jail time it's a sec- it's sex farm time um, okay how long uh, two years two years um, I think a lot of people would do it but dude that would be so many problems that many women fucking one dude I know but that's that jealousy. because there's so many the jealousy will will abate because it's just not they can't think you don't that, know women and they will not meet each other that's the other thing like they will not when I go when I send the car to probably a golf cart let's be honest because it's on a farm <laughs> uh, maybe a gator um uh when i send the gator all of the other houses the windows will shut and lock so you can't see who i'm with uh you will not get to see any of the other women the jealousy is a monster of the mind you don't need to see the girl but they're gonna still be like so right and every and every but what i'm saying is once i once they've been sterilized and i've been sterilized um then then there's no reason for jealousy because i think a lot of jealousy is i mean it's mostly primordial and it's just lizard brain shit where we're just like well i want to have the baby um so so that's my number which okay this raises another question i wanted to speak to you about bianca how have you found flirting in the age of corona because i find i have absolutely no appetite for it especially now because i'm just not it's like i'm not gonna see you and i in a weird right. way have found women have come to the same conclusion of like ah like we could do this but i'm not gonna see you and this is just a fucking waste of time and i don't it i'm not gonna say it's shut down people's sexuality but it's certainly uh I don't know. It, I feel like it's altered it in a way I cannot. I don't. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't re- remind me of anything. Your thoughts? Because I just find it like people try to flirt on on Instagram with me, and I'm like, like, like there was a there have been some women who will like ask questions, and I'm like, look, lady, you can keep asking me these questions. I haven't said look, lady, um, but it's been like um, I don't know if you ever Burr ever did this as a joke, but on that Jay Z thing I directed, Burr said. His dad's hook, his dad's catchphrase growing up was, hey, look, lady, uh, which is what he would <laughs> say to his mom all the time, his wife. Um, but uh, I, it's like, lady, we don't need to do this because I'm just not going to 
I'm even if you live in LA, I'm not seeing you for two months. Right. Like uh, this is starting. It's starting to set in. Like this is a fucking long time. Like it's not gonna be May. It's gonna be June. No, it's June. Maybe it's gonna be June, and it might be September. Like, right. so what's the point? I'm not gonna. I I I also have so little patience for it where I'm like, I just don't even want to play this game because it's not right. Like I'm actually kind of aggravated by it in a weird way. Why are you aggravated? Cause I just find it worthless. It's like, it's what just is aggravating it. about it. Like someone is like being like, Neil, Hey, what's up? And no, you're like, it's like, uh, it's like, I don't, what, you know, I'm not doing anything. So it's not like, what have you been doing? It's like, okay, you can ask me what I've been reading. Um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Tiger King is RST and LA. Like, everybody's done that. Um, I just don't... It's like, what do you... I don't know. It just feels like this, like, hey, what do you... And it's like, what do you... For... for to what end? You know what I mean? Like, I cannot physically see you. This kind of confirms my my uh my prejudices about male female relationships which is like the physicality is kind of the best part because otherwise we don't have that much in common it's like we don't like the same shit we don't we're not interested in the same shit we just different tastes different different habits and when you can't get any kind of physical gratification for what Bianca, your thoughts. Jesus Christ. That's a really extreme view. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about. I don't know if every... But I don't know if... I don't know if everybody... Because I feel like... So I've, like, chatted with people online and just chatting. Like, yeah, this is... Yeah, I'm not against the chat. But this is... These are strangers? Are they strangers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... A woman or a man? Women or men? Men. Okay. Um, well, why would you chat with, a strange, chat with a strange man but not a strange woman? Oh, no. I would chat with a strange woman, but on these sites, like, you don't get women hitting you up. True. Um, uh, so, I, again, not with the dating stuff. Dating is one... If it's on a, if it's on a dating app, fine. It's on like instagram where uh, people are trying to fly i'm like but that's you you can't take that as real life that that is people who know who you are you don't know who they are they want to try to like are you saying something no i'm oh, picking food um, in my mouth. okay so uh they know who you are you don't know who they are they're like hmm i know he's home like it's a bit predatory like i don't think that's all what I mean. Are but I, I, to can, talk to I don't think that all. I, again, I don't. I'm not. I'm only speaking for myself. But what I'm saying is, no, no, no. I'm okay. Yeah, what I'm saying is, I just find it futile in a way that that I don't even want to engage. I'll say hello, etc. But in terms of, it feels like they're on Mars. I think long distance relationships are insane anyway. Like. I almost think right, right. Venice Silver Lake relationships are insane. 
Um, Remember you did you didn't just you decided not to date that girl that lived in like where did she live Boyle Heights or something? Yeah. <laughs> You're like for what? No, it's too far. It's she never like, gonna Are happen. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm completely serious. Why would I ever but, so, do that? Well, why? Yeah, why? That's how. That's so far. Of course. So my point is, it's like, like long distance. <laughs> in and covid it's like lady i'm never gonna be in dallas or whatever like so there's no point in i i think that again i'm stereotyping i think women are more tend the uh to romanticize this idea that like maybe it'll happen maybe it'll be like a crazy story where like there was a, a pandemic and we couldn't go out and i met this guy online i'm like i'm not even entertaining it because if I can't, if there's no physical gratification to a male-female relationship, it's that's the best part. It's the best part. Okay, the old, my I want I have a theory. What if I think this is my opinion on your mm-hmm. situation? Mm-hmm. The people that hit you up again, like they know who you are, you don't know who they are. They're bored. They probably have this like yeah. Oh, I've always found Neil was cute. Yep. If they have watched your social media, they know you don't really have a girlfriend, you yep. stay at home, you're just chilling watching documentaries. So I feel like it's a I feel like your sample size for what you're saying is really skewed. It's a bunch of girls that are shooting the shot. Like they're just like, let me see if this works. Yeah, and my thing You know, with is, with a famous kind of yes, person in their mind. Sure. That's not necessarily I just feel like historically maybe. When we aren't in a pandemic on lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Basically, with our hands tied behind our back, maybe you would entertain it. Maybe it would be somewhat interesting. And now, these that certain type of gal is just like, it's just like completely. You're absolutely right. That is absolutely what I'm saying is like, I have no. The idea of even entertaining it is is just a non starter for me. I right. wouldn't entertain but I it very much it, anyhow, but but right, but the now, percentage is gone now, right? It's so like they just start nothing. looking like kind of weird and desperate. I think, yeah, like what it like, play? It's yeah, game theory like, this out doing? for me. Like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> game theory this out. Game theory this for me. Talk to me. Walk walk me through your <laughs> process. Where is this? So then what? Happened? And then what? Right. And then what? Like it, nothing. There. It's a non. How, but right, so no, you honey. find yourself open to it, right? <laughs> Do you find yourself open to it, Bianca? Oh, me? No, like there was one guy that was, um, he was like, Oh, you know, let's hang out. I'm like, it, Immediately, you're weird and gross, kind of, yeah. And I don't know why gross, but something about it makes me feel like you're dirty, you're dumb. <laughs> You're also dumb. I just like if you think I'm yeah, gonna hang just, out with you, like how? I don't know. You, you know how? You know what a hoe you'd have to be Yo, for you like, to go for it. Be like, you know what? Okay, let me get ready. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I could get infected. You just, know what? Just stop using condoms. If that's if you're cool with fucking someone right now, then like, why well, have any protection? Yeah, it's just weird. I actually said that on the la- one of the last shows at the Comedy Store. I was like, so obviously, obviously everybody here are people that don't wear condoms. Because um, it's <laughs> just like fucking raw. Let's right. raw dog. Let's raw dog the night. Um, so, 
so yeah, I find that I have no appetite for it, and I find uh, that the, any pursuit of that is now is so crazy. I have no, I just have no patience for. It's just not realistic. Even like, I uh, do maybe think- we do a thing. No, lady, no, I'm not. Anna, you're no fun. I guess I'm not, but I'm never gonna. Uh, you're no so fun. Far, Someone said that you. I'm no. Well, everybody knows I'm no fun, but um, you but, are no. Yeah, like we're not you're, far you're your own from. Son. I'm funny, but I'm not fun. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're a long way away. That's all I'll say. So what do you think is going to happen when this is all over? Are you going to go on a fuck fest or are you going to still be like? That's a great question. Um, Fuck fest, fuck fest. um, Sex farm. I don't, right now, I don't know. Right now, how do you feel? Right now, I would be very wary. And I don't know why. I feel like somebody was, somebody, somebody was saying that there might be like PTSD from all this stuff. And I don't think I have PTSD, but I want to know that everybody is. I don't know. I want to know. I don't know. I, so, I have no. Right. I obviously like do crave people, but at the same time, I really am skittish. I'd be skittish about close contact with people although i don't know if they were my if like Bijan came over it wouldn't i'd probably let him in my friend Bijan. <laughs> probably probably no guarantee <laughs> yeah i do think people are gonna be i think so i mean for example i think i told you i don't have an appetite and it hasn't come back since this whole thing started and i don't know why it's not that i'd have no appetite or i have a low appetite it's that um, like I can't feel what's up with my stomach. The same way oh. we can't feel the same way we can't feel our liver or our spleen. Yeah. I I it's like it disappeared off it's offline or something. Interesting. So I started getting really scared. I was like, <gasps> I don't have like I guess it has to be decreased appetite, but it's it's I don't even get hunger pains. I don't feel my stomach at all. So. I've, that's why I was losing a lot of weight because I just wasn't eating. And everybody, you know, I started going to, you know, Dr. Binky WebMD. And it was like, it was such like anorexia. I'm like, okay, not anorexic. Stomach cancer. I'm like, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. All these types of things. But most everyone was saying, look, it's probably just like psychologically, you're, this is just weird to you. And yeah. even though the forefront of your mind is fine, because I'm like, I don't feel like it's, I understand it. And they're like, yeah, but sometimes the body responds to weird situations. So, you know, we're much more fragile than we think. So I can, I can imagine this having a lot of long lot. I mean, what, how many people died just for daylight savings time? Lots of people died. That's um, why they. None? I'm kidding. Um, no, they do a lot of, that's why they put it on. That's why they put it in one of the, uh, the measures to keep LA without daylight savings time because so many old people die because their body just adjusting to the time limit, the time change freaks them out. So I just feel like we're so. I think there like, is a reason they die. I don't think that's brutal. it. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're right. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't what, know. It was the, a measure. It was based on that. No, but basically, I, yeah, I'm just saying there is, I think you're right that some people die, but I can't remember the reason why. But that, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, in order to become an astronaut, you have to pass a lot of psych exams, like a lot of psych evaluations. Be, be, I think that there is a personality type that doesn't do well with isolation. And Most. now we're all experiencing it. And none of us took a psych evaluation, so <laughs> so I'm 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 sure I did, but but um, but I hundred percent you did. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, it's not for everyone, and I think a lot of people like you. Now, having said that, you look great. Like you look, Thank you. you really do. Like somebody was commenting on one of the sites, how good you looked without eating. Um, so. <laughs> Dying. You know what? Thank uh, you. And my stomach thanks you as well. Um, uh, uh, I'm not – I like people. Like you – I feel like you need like a break from people sometimes. Yeah. Like you're very comfortable in your isolation. I'm the opposite. Like if I'm not around people a while, I get it itch. Like I'm just like, God, I be around people. Yeah. And so I was a little worried. Uh, and it's fine. I think I told you, it's like everyone's doing it. What am I missing? What no, I-, I agree. There is no FOMO. Like, it's impossible to have FOMO. <laughs> it is that thing of, I, and I've said this, I wouldn't mind if, I wouldn't mind dying from COVID if everyone died. Like, if we're all going to die, <laughs> yeah, fine. But I don't want to die and have, like, a bunch of other motherfuckers living. Um, right. So, so <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the psych evaluation is interesting because it is, there was I was hearing today. It's like there's going to be a lot of uh, that people are just going to have. There's going to be a long tail to this thing psychologically. Um, it also affects schizophrenia, and it's just not. Oh, it's not. There are almost no good outcomes. Although there was an article about uh, the not the upside, but it's not all bad. Hold on, let me see if I can find it because I texted it to. From what record. angle? Like the I texted it to Jimmy Carr. Oh, um, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Carr. That said, it's it was in the New York Times article about like moving. Like at a certain point, people are gonna we're gonna have to make decisions about this culture and dying or not. Uh, somebody said that said we also found something counterintuitive: fewer people die during recessions than in boom times. During boom times, more people die in motor vehicle accidents and on construction sites. There's more pollution, which is bad for infants and young children, and the elderly get less care. So all of those groups, but especially the young and old, are better protected during recessions than they are during boom times. Now, this is a... That's so interesting. Isn't that fucking interesting? Uh, The old might be exceptional during this one. Because they, because the virus, <laughs> yeah, them. right. I, I think so. <laughs> to point that out, um, uh, dear old people. Um, so, uh, da, da, da. where else can we go? Okay. Um, so who fucking knows? Um, How you feel, Neil? oh, you saw the uh, what's this China Africa racism? So, did we talk about that? No. This is new development, I guess. Um, and a lot of countries are, you know, speaking out against it. So that's why I was like, this seems like weird, like, internet clickbait. But apparently, 
in China now, people are convinced that Africans are spreading uh, COVID. So they're getting <laughs> evicted from their houses. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's just funny, oh, yeah. the, the persistence of racism, even in a pandemic. The last thing that will be left after a nuclear holocaust are cockroaches and racism. Um, like, <laughs> Did you make that up? I just made that up, yes. The cockroaches That's part amazing. is old, but I added racism. I know the cockroaches. Um, no, that was great. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Well, this, let's add in a what these white people don't. Well, can I get a what these white people don't? They're Chinese. I know, but it's, it adds. It works. Okay. It's it's what these white people do. What are white people doing? Uh, you saw the guys wearing the COVID masks at Wal at at uh, Walmart getting kicked out. Yeah, that was actually like, old footage. It was from it March. was it was it was like at the beginning of everything. Yeah, um, it's weird that they sat on the release. That to me is like the G. No, I saw it. I saw are. it then. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah but that's uh, that's that that happened. There were other reports of that. That was the first thing I thought. Like black dudes aren't gonna be able to wear fucking masks. Like nobody, Hell nobody's no. nobody's happy with a black dude in a mask. Nobody's like, oh, good, the black dudes in masks are here. Um, the it, <laughs> <laughs> it's again they have anyone in a mask is not good news. It's not like oh, right. any it's yeah. I, I'm cleaning it up, but but it I stand I no one in I'm never glad now I'm glad to see people in masks, but um, right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, people are fucking racist, and uh, being I spoke to a black friend of mine, and he said, uh, uh, I've been black a long time. It's only worked in my favor like twice. <laughs> um, I I I wonder. We'll say we're going to call that Chris Rock. We're going to say that that was Chris Rock. I was going to say that sounds like that a sounds rock like, joke. That sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds mm. like one that didn't make the cut or something. Like mm-hmm. should have made the cut. Said it on the phone. But yeah, good made, point made. Um, Is he yeah. as funny on the phone? Does it feel like you're? Does it sound like? Does it he, rock feel like made, you're listening the to the way that Rock? He actually texted it to me. Uh, that on the phone. He said something I, I, I don't want to say he's the way he's funny on the phone is not like his act. The way he's funny on his phone is it's the insanity of his life. Like I wanted him to do a thing for Black History Month called uh Chris Rock um uh story uh, uh believe uh, racist, believe it or not. Where he'll tell me stories and I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. there's no fucking way that way happened. Like, that happened. I'm telling you that happened. I'm absolutely... Like so his funny. mom and the dentist thing. It's fucking insane. Uh, that black people... I, I feel like every him. black person has a, you will never believe this happened. Yeah. Story. That's the... Yeah. So that's what... Make, he said something the other day that's so fucking funny. He'll never be able to use it in his act, but I can't say it because it's just his intellectual property. I felt the thing about it's only paid off twice. Felt like man, that's public domain. Um, so uh, yeah, it's not you know, and the fact that it's preying on black people. It's there is a there is a saying before this that I think is apropos, which is um, if a white person coughs, a black person gets pneumonia. 
Meaning, what is a mild <laughs> right. symptom in white people will be a fucking fatal condition right. in black people. Which was, during the Donald Sterling thing, that was Rock's thing uh, on the phone was, if they're doing this to a white man, the fuck you think you're going to do to a black person? Like, I don't, I'm not, I can't support this because they're right. going to, it's going to be worse. It's always worse for black people. Like, I can't think of a situation in which it isn't. Um, obviously, like, penis well, size. Saw... Okay, cool. That's There's a useful <laughs> life skill. That's a fucking... That's a life skill that's going to predict outcomes, huh? Um, I um, I saw that documentary, uh, The Scheme. Yeah. Ugh, every time they took down a black coach or assistant coach i was like no hilarious i love that they didn't none of no only one white guy got in trouble one white guy uh it's like six black dudes and one white guy i can't believe i don't i didn't really know about like sports in college level at all it is such fucking slavery it's absolutely slavery i don't know if i made fun of blake i yeah the fact that blake gave money to his college is so fucking crazy to me it's I, I did a joke and I don't know if somebody did it. Mulaney was going to do it. It's like donating money to the first gym you had a membership at. Like, why would I give money to Gold's Gym? Why would I right. make a donation to a play like uh, uh, Draymond Green gave a lot of money to the University of Michigan? All these a lot, not all, of them, but a lot of them do. And it's like, dude, these motherfuckers. It's like it's Save like slave. Money. It's like Slave Master Appreciation Day. Like, fuck these people. Fuck them. I, I can't believe that. I mean, I'm glad California changed the, the rules, but I just, I'm, I'm like blown away how fucking unfair it is. Because people it's just severely like severely unfair. It people like blood college blood. basketball. It's like, okay, cool. You, do you like justice do you care about justice or you just like gambling on a, and a bunch of kids getting their likeness i uh, it's 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 one of the uh wrongest things in public life that i can think of where it's like demo like how is everybody fine with this they are ncaa is just basketball no it's football it's basketball but they say that they're it's every sport and then they go, well, we're funding women's sports and all that shit. It's like, they'll figure it out. Let Draymond donate to that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get the Blakes and the Draymonds and get the get the money from the government if, like, if you need to uh, fund women's water polo. Um, <laughs> like, I, the joke I wanted to do, I tried it on stage, but it's like, if Kevin Hart does the Staples Center, I don't get a piece of it. At fucking right. the comedy store, like no fucking, he keeps all the money, and and basketball and football are the only leagues you're not going to believe this where you're not allowed to play. Uh, in the NCAA and the I'm sorry, the NBA and the NFL are the only leagues that won't allow um, you to play unless you've gone to college. Uh, you may notice, like tennis, you can start Wait, playing but, tennis. Uh, J- LeBron James didn't go to college. He was the last. They made it. They outlawed it after, after I think after LeBron, because there were a few guys that were busts. But there's busts every fucking year. It's like, you know. But like Kobe didn't go to college. Kevin Garnett didn't go to college. 
Um, uh, Dwight Howard didn't go to college. And LeBron didn't go to college. It's like those are the ones that just come to mind right now. Um, but the, so, the funny thing is they just uh, – when I watched the um, the kid from Coney Island, the one about uh, Sebastian Murberry. Telfair? No, Stefan oh, Murberry. Mur- Murberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Stefan, yeah. I didn't realize that they like – I just feel like every time something gets a little too high, they like make a rule, put a cap. But the NCAA isn't law. Why – why is it? Uh, why some, I don't understand. It's, it's a, not it's the law. It's kind of law. It's like close. It's like statutes and fucking all that shit. Where it's like they can get the law involved. Um, I said that the scheme is Black Jerry Maguire because it was like a black guy trying to start an agency, right. and then immediately like the feds bring right. the hammer down. Um, uh, so yeah, disgusting. Uh, so yeah, it's still horrible Disgusting. to be black. They're being black. Um, <laughs> check, Mike. Check. It's still bad. It yeah doesn't. There's no. There's no. If you can, if you have a choice, see if you can get out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they're offering you blackness, um, what were the Red Dawn emails? Those were the ones that were like the the. Uh, it was the New York Times article that basically said that. The white, the, the, you know, Trump administration have been in very direct talks with a lot of like scientists and people in their administration. They had all the information. They had all the information. Oh, yeah. And then, and a then, a long uh, time ago. Yeah. Navarro was on 60 Minutes last night going, like, who could have done, if you can show me a 60 minute story <laughs> covering uh, COVID. Or uh, what if Obama or any other administration re- re- responded to a pandemic and uh, on this, they didn't put it on the air. They did it on 60 Minutes Extra. They cut to the story of H1N1 and what the Obama administration did. Uh, like these guys are all such um, blustery, like cocky Wall Street guys. Like everyone in Trump's orbit is all like Wall Street and real estate cocksuckers. So they just like, right. you fucking, you, why don't you come down right. here? And, t-? and then you go, okay, here right. you go, man. So now what? What are you talking about? Um, right. That kind of So this was all in like, um, it was all in January. Most of it was January, February. And like some of the emails, I mean, one of these dudes is so funny. He's just like, fuck no, this is a terrible idea. They're just, they're very direct information there is no ambiguity it's a very clear streamlined information yeah, a, it in looks February. like a group text of people you know like if you read it it's and like, they what named the fuck? them this is right. gonna be a right. nightmare yeah so in february they were like we have to shut everything down now yeah and they were just like no 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 it, this yeah. is uh this is like a it's just like a bad flu and then that dude that like he's like a sassy dude on the emails he's like yeah, that's like saying uh, Hiroshima was just, um, <laughs> what do you say? He's like, just like a bad summer Some day or like Pompeii, Pompeii yeah. was uh, just like a yeah. really bad dust storm. Like anyways, yeah. he's like kind of talking shit to them like, you guys, this is an yeah, epic but fail. it's hard to get, again, I don't, you I, you know, I tried to talk to you and you didn't want to hear it. So um, I you tried telling you and you gave me all A lot less consequences because I already, <laughs> I already had that shit. Um, um yeah, but you spread it, Bianca. You if I have it and it. I recover, I don't. You don't spread it. Yeah, they don't know that. 
everything I've read, because I've been like knee deep in like, what are antibodies? How do you have them? Like, what does it mean? Is basically like, so what we think now, so when you have antibodies, basically you have to be producing not, you have to produce neutralizing antibodies. Not everybody produces neutralizing antibodies. And if you don't, uh, it doesn't like really do anything. They also don't know if it's like chickenpox where you get it and you're immune for the rest of your life. Some sicknesses, it's like you're not immune at all, even when you have antibodies, because you don't produce the neutralizing. You antibodies. might be right, because if they, because in order to have those papers, you, the the your health papers, it's gonna be like your if you papers? had it, if you had it, and like you're ready to go back into general population, um, the uh, they're gonna have you would have to be immune. Because otherwise you'd be spreading it. Right. So now all the trials that they've done so far are that human and animal trials that you everybody is producing the protein, the neutralizing protein. So at least for a couple months after getting sick. I didn't know all that before, but it is the yeah. truth. So it is what it is. So good. Um, Turns out you were right. Um Okay. Oh, okay. So let's go to some. We almost need a, a segment about people's <laughs> live streams. Um, oh my god! I was gonna write a tweet like maybe this. Let's make this easier. Anybody <laughs> not DJing right now? Um, the amount of people like I'm DJing at. It's like I've never seen. We... As soon as you open Instagram, the amount of like lives. It's insane. I like, know it's insane, oh. and you can't. I tried to uh, to to go into preferences and like mute people going live. Like I don't care. You can't. Well, um, also sometimes when I have like friends who don't listen to this podcast, these particular people don't, and they're like, you know, I'm going to be going live tomorrow, um, seven to make my famous like blah 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 recipe, and I'm like, cool, I'll avoid it, and I accidentally clicked it. Oh, that's happened and to me. My it's friend been was worse. Like, and they go, oh, my God, Bianca's here. Go, oh and you're like, God. fuck no. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, dude, get, all right, so this is how I um uh chop the onions. And you don't have to do it like this. You can, I'm just like, what? Shut up. This is already like nine seconds. I'm going to die. So I have two phones. So I logged in with one and I put it on mute felt bad there's only like 12 people in there but that's I, a lot it's like for a cooking for a for an un for an uninteresting person cooking why the fuck would i want to watch that it's like what i did with that comedy gives back thing it's like <laughs> why would i make people it's like holding people hostage like on some misery type shit like now you're gonna watch it's me. a hostage it's a hostage situation did you see that meme um did you ever see that Kristen wig sketch on snl where she's like well since I'm it's like since everybody wants me to sing. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's basically yeah. like everybody on live and it's like, no, you don't have to sing. Well, since I'm yeah. being forced since to you, sing. Well, yeah, exactly. That's how <laughs> right, it is. Right, right, like, right. Why would any that showbiz rules still apply? Now Which are <laughs> be entertaining. Have a service. Do do a genre. You know, if you're a singer, sing a song. If you're a comedian, say something funny. But don't just like well, you guys wanna? It's like all it's like, of them should be called like. So what else? 
Right. Like a lot Every, of people there's so like, many so like, what uh, else? Okay, so now we <laughs> wait. No, I get the fuck out. Edit yourself. Edit yourself. Edit yourself. Um. Also, like, I like if you have a service, totally, but not everyone is good at speaking. You know, there's a lot of pauses. There's a lot of ums. I mean, I was really not great when this podcast first started. It was... You know, we had people tell us, like, stop saying this. Too many this. likes, stop too many ums, this. yes. Too, too many ums, too many likes, too many this, too many blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a while, but everyone's being everyone's being thrust into it. Now, here's just, the, did you watch okay. the RZA and um, no, That was my, that's what premiere. I sent you. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, that's why I sent it to you. It was no, awful. I don't know, but I don't know if you watched it. Um, oh, no, no, no. Did, of course. It was... Uh, like watching two parents try to figure out Facebook. Yeah, that part was rough. It was not two parents. It was only Riza. Um, it Riza was only Riza. It <laughs> um, and uh, the problem with the Riza and Premier battle was that they should have done eight songs and not twenty. Because they have eight bangers each. They don't have twenty bangers each. Um. So but that's you know favorite. what bothered me Mo- what bothered me more was like do a trial run before you do the actual one. Play yeah. like Britney Spears songs, like just do a fake one. Yep. And then also when Quest Love does the live on um YouTube, it's so much better. Yeah, because like, he's I, mixing songs. He's not battling he'll it's it's a monologue. It's if it's it's you don't have to i was watching like little boozy was on the breakfast club this morning and he didn't fucking he didn't have headphones on so it's just echoing the whole time even gavin uh gavin the 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 newsome and the rock did a did a live yesterday and the rock didn't have headphones on and even though he fucking endorses headphones and it's just phasing the whole time, like, <laughs> like it, it just fucking. It's like, dude, I now having said that, I did that for the first quarter of the podcast last week. Look, I learned my lesson, and Will brought the hammer down this week. Um, but <laughs> but he was uh, like, "Wear your headphones." <laughs> yeah. Um, Sound engineers should ask for more money because everyone sucks. All of these interviews, all of these. I feel like ours is fine. Like on the better end of things, a lot of people don't. Well, we're not because we're not doing it live, and because we're using real microphones. Whereas most people, even on CNN, they're just using like uh, the 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 iPad, like the 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 ear pods, but not even the good ones. Like the one that the one with the the wired ones. Right. Everyone's like, I don't know, man. Do better. Do better. I watched the, um, someone was like, oh, a new episode of Tiger King, which I was like, I don't, you know, it's fine. I don't care anymore. Uh, but I just put it on, on Netflix and it was Joel McHale interviewing them. It was unwatchable, but he was like, yeah, I just figured, Hey, let me go. Like I hit up Netflix and they just sent me an iPhone and now I'm just doing And I was like, they just sent you an iPhone to do this show. So he's doing the whole thing with an iPhone. It's just the production. It's like, why would yeah. I watch that? It, yeah. To me, it's like, why would I go get rotted blueberries at the 99 cent store? 
I don't care that they're 99 cents. Like, I, it just seems like, wh- why is the production value so low? It's not I think that nice they do expect that the person won't be able to do it. Mar, had, I mean, somebody, Mar had a better camera shit this week. Um, he had a cameraman the week before. I don't know. They had, you can have a cameraman, just don't get him near you. Even 60 Minutes had cameras set up, but they must have set them up and then left, had the cameraman leave the room or something. But you need somebody to get focused. So I don't fucking know. And you also need somebody to put a microphone on. Uh, who knows? But, but my feeling with Premiere and, and Riza was what I thought it would be, which is they don't have enough. Things. <laughs> They just don't have oh, enough. They don't have enough like, oh <laughs> shit! Like, they have like my man play this in my car. They have a bunch of those, right. but they don't have like killers. Um, I fe- also feel like they should have like just recorded that pre-recorded and released. Yeah, it's just edit so yourself. Awkward. Edit yourself. Yeah, yeah, edit yourself. Like I always, How like Puff- as Dave used to say, if I had my way, I would have edited him out of Chappelle show. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, everybody edit everything if you can make it, I give me, that's the point of why have technology if you're not going to use it to fucking make better content. How you feel, um, what was Puffy's thing? Oh, Puffy did a, did a live yesterday and for Easter, the funny thing was, and somebody wrote an email about this, uh, that Lizzo was on it and started, tw- Our girl. And got to, got to twerking. And uh, Puffy literally stopped the music and told her to stop. Oh, no. <laughs> but apparently no, he didn't. afterward, yeah, apparently afterward, a uh, a woman uh, with a lower body mass index uh, did the same thing. And uh, Puffy did not tell her to stop, uh, which just made me fucking laugh really hard. Um, I need to see it. I need to see it. Yeah, um, I want to so see great. So bad. Um, so yeah, people don't like Lizzo's body, and <laughs> um, and don't say uh, it like that. <laughs> well, you're the one who yeah. See, people don't like her body. She's not people's body type. Um, no, I just like that. Like when we did talk about, <laughs> I love your opinions. The last time when we act when she was actually in the news, just cracked me up. And so whenever I can, I. I send oh I well, DM the thing. Neil. Okay, here's Lizzo the, updates. Yes, you'll send me DMs about Lizzo. Um, somebody, <laughs> here's what somebody said: yeah. Fat shaming doesn't work because all it does is add to people's cortisol levels, and th- which just makes them eat more. It's just not good. Tr- shame isn't a good treatment for obesity. Right. I, part of me agrees, part of me disagrees. Part of me, as I've said on here before, shame works. Whether you want to call it a, um, uh, whether you want to call it a, you know, standard or you want to call it whatever, uh, to me, repeated information about something i don't know if you call it shame i don't know it's like i've tried to cut down on sugar why because i the information on sugar is out there 
and it's fucking bad for you. Whether I was sugar shamed or not, people would laugh at me when I had ice cream. People, you know, I don't know. Like, did you it were not sugar me- shamed? But the inch, the the there is, you know, data out there. There's there's information out there. I think the difference between fat shamed and other types of shame that work. I think we both agree, shame is a little bit of shame goes a long way. But yeah, I think the environment that we live in, at least in America. You're already shamed for being fat all the time, you know? Like, you don't have to go out and get any information. You don't have to. You can be as ignorant to the world and you will still feel the shame of, like, things not being your size. Things like maybe people treating you different. Yeah, people staring. People like, you know, when you're at the beach, when you're at this, as a kid, you're probably called a whale and all this shit. So I feel like... You already get so much of it. Every fat person in my school was, they had cooties. They were gross. They were this. So, I don't know. I feel like by the time you're an adult, you've gotten so much shit. Yeah, that, I like, guess it's someone just, being are like, you choosing it uh, or you're not? Fat. Yeah. Are you playing a part in it? That's all I would say. Yeah. Um, Doc, watch it, Will. Dark watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the dark side of the ring. Yeah, on on Vice with New Jack. There's a it's episode three from season two. It's called "The Life and Crimes of New Jack." You've never seen anything like this. It wow. is absolutely outstanding. What a maniac this guy is. I uh, black dude. I tweeted about it, and then he, of course, hit me with the black dude salute, which is that's what's up. Um, <laughs> um and uh, it's the black guy catch-all phrase that will get a black guy out of any uh, uncomfortable <laughs> conversation with a white guy, which is that's what's up. Um, uh, it's I don't want the less said the better, but if you have yeah. uh vice and uh season if season two, episode three, Life and Crimes of New Jack, outstanding. Do you like the what is it? Enter the mat? Beyond the Beyond mat. the mat? Yeah, that's the one that I I uh talked about two weeks ago. I've been talking about it for ten right. years. Which one do you like better? Beyond the different? mat is better because seen... the scope is bigger. And it's okay. not about it's just sadder. It's more just about the wear and tear of yeah. the and like it's like the wrestlers beyond the mat. Jake the Snake's dad molested him or whatever. Like he's a product of incest. Spoiler just alert! Like, just some something crazy with Jake the Snake and just really dire, grim shit. And it's not, right. it's not, it's it's well, it's not produced. Like beyond uh, Dark Side of the Ring is like you know does reenactments yeah, produce and, and you know shit like that. Uh, there is also a old American experience about Oklahoma City, the the bombing mm. that I saw on on I think I saw it on PBS or I actually I saw it on Netflix. It's on all the streaming, uh, but I think it's just called Oklahoma City. It's about the bombing. Fucking fantastic. Was that- there was a front line about plastic recycling that mm. was even for a front line was depressing. <laughs> Yeah, you said that last. We time. talked about like, that last week. Yeah, skip. I just remember. Um, and then Al Franken just talked about a uh, documentary that's going to air this week, the fourteenth. Um, 
called The Definition of Insanity, which is about the criminal justice system in Miami. A specific judge has started, if you're just helping mentally ill people, not shooting them and tasing them and sending them to jail. Right. And like getting them medication. Like, do you want medication? And they all, like so many of them come back and it saves $12 million a year for, and they've been doing it seven years. Like, that's going to be great called uh, Definition of Insanity. And I was re-watching a documentary called Shock Doctrine on YouTube, which is Naomi Klein, who wrote a book called No Logo, which has... um, uh, informed my my wokeness for most of my adult life. It's just about the shittiness of brands and cor- just corporations. Mm. It's fucking bad, but she's really fucking smart. Um, in the 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 sad, this is what a hypocrite I am watching it. Um, there was so in Chile in 1973. I believe 73, um, maybe 70. They call it the original 9-11 where America uh, supported uh, uh, Augusto Pinochet the, uh, to run a coup. And okay. and um, and they rounded up all the dissidents and put them in the Olympic Stadium. And it's the same Olympic Stadium that a year and a half ago I scouted for a Minute Maid commercial in fucking Chile because I'm an absolute 360 degree hypocrite. Wait, you went to Chile? I went to Chile either a year and a half ago or two years ago um, to shoot a commercial for Minute Maid. And we were looking for a field and and I didn't know anything about the Olympics or the uh, having all the prisoners. And Paula's dad, our friend Paula, her dad was actually held in the in the stadium oh my god yeah it's like one of these like gross i can't believe i was there in the name of pure capitalism yeah um really atrocious uh you see anything you see any good donkeys well i was gonna say i kind of felt like that there did you ever hear it was a long time ago but i don't know you don't go to tijuana enough but anyways on the border never been of I got to take you um, on the border. We can get drugs. Oh. Um, why not? So no, on the border of Tijuana and San Diego is a McDonald's. And I think it was in the 90s or the 80s. A guy just went in there and just shot up the place. And and it took it took cops, I think, like half an hour to an hour to respond or something. And no one knew. So people just kept going into the McDonald's and getting shot, like, for a half hour. And Was that in the early 80s? Yeah, I think so. And it was, was awful. A shoot- I remember I- a shooting at a McDonald's. I didn't know where it was, though. Yeah, it's in San Diego, essentially, on the border. And uh, I don't know. I went in, like, one of the last times I went to Tijuana. And when I was walking out, I was like, ugh, I don't know why this feels so insensitive. <laughs> Like, I like that I they kept McFlurry. it open. Like, well, if we if we keep like, it open, well, then, then, then he wins. Re- it's yeah, really good. Let him win this one. 
Uh, it's really he wins so- unless we have a, a a working memorial to the thing he was trying to kill. Um, uh, no, I, like, the only thing I saw was the site, but also one dollar French fries. Pretty sweet that they're digging mass graves in New York. That's uh, that's pretty great. Uh, with the sweet. COVID stuff, pretty exciting, pretty exciting stuff. Didn't think I'd see. Aren't it. they doing it on an island? Where they have yeah, but who other cares? Mass graves? It's like Potter's Island. It's a Potter's Field. They used to call it. Um, my in my mom's day, there were so many um, homeless pottery. Un, un- <laughs> I mean, these people that died and didn't. No one claimed them. So, right. Uh, no, I saw the um, just the kid from Coney Island, the documentary about Stefan Marbury that I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first part, I didn't know much about him. It was very basketball America heavy. His situation, mental state, and then he goes to China and he's he just seems so much happier there mentally, and it was really cool. It's crazy. Some people was, like being treated well. I mean, some people like come. I think I'm like him where if I'm being treated well, what the fuck do I, this is the biggest stage in the world. I, I just be right. nice to me, man. I don't, my body doesn't just be nice like that. Just be nice to me. Um, I don't yeah, need treat to me with respect myself in the Rubicon right. of, of excellence and just like, I don't know, you know. I'm just nice. Sometimes it's fun to do the belly room and kill <laughs> on a bringer show. Sometimes it feels pretty good. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, does it feel good to kill in the main room? Yeah. But it feels also feels pretty good to kill in the belly room. Feels good to kill. So wherever it is, even if it's a fixed fight, it is. you still feel like a winner. Your body don't know the difference. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, let's do some emails, Will. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. Hey, y'all. Before I get to my question, I want to say, Neil, you were brilliant on the Twain Award doc, and Bianca, you looked breathtaking. I thought that Colin Jost had the line of the night, even though Keenan was kind of stepping all over him. But here's my question. Neil, you often talk about how celebrities, actors, etc., tend to be garbage people. I know that you're reluctant to call out those individuals, but I was wondering if you'd be willing to share what celebrities you've met who defy that characterization. I'd love to know what celebrities you found to actually be good people. Love you guys. Stay healthy. Goodbye. Um, thank you. They Joe's did have the line of the night. Uh, it was better live because they played it. They it because live, Keenan went, then Che went, then Joe's went. Whereas in the broadcast, it went Keenan clips, or I think it went Keenan clips, Che clips, and then Joe's oh, did his joke. Weird. So it wasn't. It just didn't pop as well but we i we all agreed in fact john stewart said neil you had the set of the night Joe, you had the line of the night um uh oh i'm i'm not gonna tell you who are not good people 
the people that I think are been like, I would say that Seth Meyers and John Legend are two of the guys who've become better people in fame. And they also have the same birthday, I believe, to the day. If uh, not, what is the birthday? Um, I don't know. What's um, their it's sign? In my phone. Uh, but they're two, those two guys that like John stand Legend out. birthday. John Legend and John Legend. Seth. December like, 28th. December 28th, 1978. December 28th. There you go. Um, uh, Seth is older than that. So, uh, Trevor's very nice. I mean, again, every it's, I don't, some people, I don't need to be nice. Like is rock the nicest? No, but he's fucking hilarious. Um, so I don't need, you know, I don't need everybody to be everything. Uh, I just don't be a piece of garbage. That's all. If you're a piece of garbage, we're not, we're not going to be friends. Goodbye. So, uh, so yeah. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. Um, wanted to get your take on this. I'm a staff nurse, and I just finished a shift today taking care of a COVID patient. I opened my phone. My roommate says she's staying at her boyfriend's until further notice. She packed a bag. She took all of her food. And I just have very mixed feelings about this. I'm very curious what you guys have to say about it. Um, it makes me feel like a bit like a leper. I mean, I change my clothes at the end of my shift. I have shoes that I just leave at the hospital. And I have all the PPE to take care of, you know, these patients. But I don't know. I want to know what you guys think. Stay well. Thanks. Well, she has a nice voice. She's got a, um, if, she's, if she's not from Philly, Baltimore, right. or, or Delaware, <laughs> I'll, eat my, I'll eat my face. She's mid-Atlantic. Um, Banks, go ahead. I feel like you I, are going to have the same opinion on this. I think we are. I think right now you got to just respect who everybody's wishes to take care of themselves. She feels more comfortable getting away from you, even though you feel like a leper or like, you know, what's wrong with me? It's not a total overreaction. You know what I mean? She's just. I. Yeah. I don't. If you feel like a, like a leper, imagine how the COVID people feel when you come in with a fucking hazmat suit. on. <laughs> Uh, like yeah you're a you're not a leper but you're i get it i think that when you say you have to honor people's wishes i think you have to honor people's wishes with regards to safety i don't think you should honor people's wishes like like you going to ireland or kids partying at spring break that's morally <laughs> wrong and everybody knows it. what how is that um, even related uh because you said that you have to honor people's wishes you should honor people's wishes or their behavior but only in terms of like what they need to do to feel safe. Um, right. Like no, if, you, if those, somebody wants to wear a helmet in my car when I'm driving, I don't give a shit. Like, right. I'm not gonna be like, well, you don't trust. Me. No, I get it. I there's a part of me that would wear a helmet in my own car just because <laughs> I don't want to die in a fucking car accident. And I don't care if I'm wearing a helmet. I'm not going to guys be cool. Um, so I'm not, I'm not a, opposed to the roommate. No, no, no. I think she's fine. But I think this is this has nothing to do with COVID. This is just about people feeling safe. That's how else do you want to feel safe? Do like sky's the limit. I don't, I think it's just sky's the limit. It's not about like as much about the disease as it is this person feeling comfortable. Do you want her to be at your house feeling deeply uncomfortable? I mean, why? It's like kind of yeah. No it'd be like almost. yeah. It's the old uh, Patrice joke about like. Be racist. Cross the street, white people. Like if you're, if you're, you don't want to get popped because I, 
if I were the roommate, it's like you came over the other day and I didn't meet you outside. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be, uh, now it's not the time to be cool. Um, I mean, I didn't expect you to also, you know what I mean? Like, I I think that was, no, I, I actually would have been weirded out if you were like, here, give me a hug. I'd be like, just put it down. (laughs) Drop it. Yeah. Put it over there. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's feeling like weird about people being weird right now. It's like, everyone's being weird. Let them be weird. It's not, yeah. it's not personal. I guess I would feel maybe a little insulted if my roommate left. I don't know. Like, cause the lady, our listener, our feeler is like a decent person who's dealing with COVID patients. Although it seems fantastic. Like she's, up person. Her, she's up to her tits but, and PPE, which I don't appreciate. You know, uh, spread the wealth, honey. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing is, she probably, you know, has no one else to talk to. And that went her, like, maybe companion to de-stress during this, like, stressful time. So I understand why she feels this way, but I don't think she has a jurisdiction. Yeah, agreed. Um, uh, it's not, it's like she just has to take it. Uh, maybe focus on on the people. Uh, focus your. I mean, not like tell what to focus. What? On, but to, uh, but it's she... fine. Just fucking. You got your hands full. You. If she don't want to be friends with you after the COVID's over, then then you got a problem. But also though, so nice asshole. when your roommate is gone. Yeah. Like, also, no, and take back. the compliment and fucking <laughs> enjoy your time alone. You're absolutely right. Good point, Pinks. Bianca, I haven't had a roommate for so long, it's hard to remember. I know. Um, <laughs> You're Bianca, so rich. I've been so wealthy for so long, it's so... Yeah, blah, 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 blah. You're so um, rich. Goodbye. Uh, Will, hit the last... Hit another audio. You've got mail. Neil, Bianca, why are so many women, beautiful women, giving themselves buzz cuts, announcing it with the phrase, quote, I took the plunge today, unquote. And and how come every time you see one of these? Uh, that's enough. Ladies? That's plenty. That's plenty. This lady, she was clearly, she's clearly a flight attendant who kept hitting the call button. <laughs> um, uh, I they're doing it because they people don't they it's. Now's the time to try any weird hair ideas you had. Um, Hitler mustache, bangs, <laughs> shave it off. Now's the time because we ain't. It's not going to help you. Um, uh, now, having said that, like I was saying, if you're if you're doing, a, it's not going to. If you don't really need to see people, then fucking live it up. It's like nobody's showering. Nobody. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. That's why they're doing it. I think it's pretty obvious why. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, what else are you going to do? People are bored yeah. as fuck. And so they start looking inward, you know, over grooming, over like, what can I do? What color? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm, so, I'm so, I've been doing that thing. You know that thing where I like will clip my... Uh, my errant uh, facial hairs, like the ones that aren't the same length. Have we ever talked mm-hmm. about that? I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. all I did was just move the f- scissors away from my bed because while I'm 
have a, uh, a, uh, a, a bad habit, I'm also very lazy. So there's ways to break things. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, RST and LE from Singapore. Pre-lockup, I met a guy in a dating app. We went out once for coffee and it was great. One of the first dates uh, where you feel it could turn into something. Uh, next week, he invited me over to his apartment, quote, for some wine. Sounds safe to me. As a rule, <laughs> I don't go over to a man's place without wanting things to get physical, but right. I did, so I went. Uh, that night, we talked for a few hours, and then the conversation kind of died out, so I told him I was going to head home. Not once did he make a move or invite me to stay the night. That happened last week, and I, and I haven't heard from him since. I just got the feeling that it wasn't going anywhere after that, so I haven't reached out either. But my question is, what could I have done wrong for a guy to invite me over to his place and then make him not want to hook up? Before we went out the first time, we talked about how we were both ideally looking for a relationship, but weren't opposed to something casual. Uh, so we were both in the, on the same page. I think many would consider me attractive. I'm fit, have an above average job, well-traveled, blah, 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 blah. So I'm at a loss about what changed his mind from the first date to the second date. And do you think I should text him or just let it go? Uh, look for your input. Uh, I think, uh, as I always say, men are literal. So however he's acting, that's what he means. He doesn't, he's just not interested. Uh, what could have possibly, uh, turned him off? I don't know. Something, <laughs> something. And you just gotta, you just gotta take it. You mm. did something or d something. And there's, and as human people, there's not a goddamn thing we can do about it. People, yeah. some people are just not going to feel it. And you got to let them go and be thankful that you didn't fuck them. Beyond yeah, be thankful you didn't fuck them. I mean, I would be, if I liked somebody and I had intentions of getting physical, I would be a little confused. But I've been in situations where a guy, like, I don't want to make the first move ever. So I'm just like, eh. What's going on? And if a guy doesn't make the first move, I'll ask. I like I'll bring it up. You know, I'm not afraid to bring it up. And how? What does that the, sound like? You bring it up? Um, I don't know. Just slip it in. Be like, maybe mm. we're talking about something, or like, oh, a type of woman. Blah blah. blah is like, is that your type? And or like, out do you like, want to fuck? You'll blurt out like, I have a pussy. I brought my pussy. No. Um. <laughs> no, but I'm blunt. I'm very like. I'm like, man, doesn't seem like you want to fuck or something. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that, but I'm, I yeah. will address it. Like, I don't want a pussy foot. Mm. Uh, but I, every time that's happened, the guys always just had weird hesitations from past shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Didn't want to overstep, didn't want, didn't know, couldn't read, thought, I said something that he read into. No, I please don't encourage this woman to look. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not encouraged. Bianca, you're, not you're, encouraged. you're you're feeding a bad habit of women, which is it might I'm, be the reason. There's no he no, didn't try to fuck you, and he hasn't called you. Leave it. Leave it. No, uh, it's like if you go to a job interview and they don't call you, don't call. I mean, you people go call and follow up. Yeah, they'll follow up if they want you. If you want the information, ask. But the, he's given you the information, which is he's not interested. 
and I don't okay, doubt that so, you're well traveled. Da, 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 da. This uh, it's not going to happen. So amend what I said. They never stopped calling. It just wasn't. It was weirdly stifled. So oh, if they keep calling, fine. That's a different situation. But if you don't hook up and then they don't call, that's the message. And if you fuck them yeah. and they don't call, that's the message. You're well, not. That's the real don't message. Reach out. Just take no. it. Also, whatever thoughts you were building, like, oh, this could go somewhere. Just literally what I do is I just go and I annihilate whatever those receptors were. Whatever thought, squash the thought, move on your life. You will never see this person again. And then you're fine. And you do that by smoking DMT. Folks, <laughs> goodbye. Um, swoosh it, Will. You've got uh, me Neil and Bianca, greetings, y'all. Question, is there, is this current pandemic moment the first time in recent history when single women can't get laid at will? Here come the generalities. Women typically get uh, the sex, the life they want, uh, be it feast or famine. They get to decide if and when they sleep with somebody. Uh, men get what they can. They're always willing, but not always able. When uh, women are willing, they're able and good for them. But not now, <laughs> at least not without breaking shelter in place guidelines. Sure, women can take care of themselves sexually, but it seems like it's not by choice this time around. When was the last time this happened? World War II, maybe? Even then, there were enough free-range dudes in the States to produce Dear John situations. And am I just imagining this, or do you think this holds merit? If so, how are single women dealing with this new reality? Anecdotally, I'm seeing social media thirst traps from female friends that would never post them before this hit. It's sort of funny, actually. But I empathize with them, especially since they typically never had to go uh, without before. Feels, thoughts? Bankersons? Well, one, I think we're pretty even-keeled here. I think guys and girls... I, 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 I do agree with what he's saying. I have seen a little more thirst traps from some people. Me too. I was. Funny. I was tagged in a show your peach challenge, basically show your butt. Mm -hmm. And I uh, refused. And then I was told, like, come on. I'm like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to post no. a photo with, like, I just, like, look at my Instagram. I it Like, I do my version of thirst traps. I don't, like, have my ass out anyways. Mm -hmm. Um it's also photos I like. I like they happened recently, and then I posted them. Whatever they may be, it's not like I'm gonna post an old photo where I looked really hot. Something right. about that is just a bit too transparent. I don't mm -hmm. love to see the wheels in people's heads turning. It's mm -hmm. gross to me. So that's gross to me. Uh, I, I can see half the wheels is fine, but the whole like. It's like, I know what you're doing. Anyways, so I agree that women are acting a little more thirsty because they can. No one, like, it's harder for dudes to do thirst traps. But it's I do a bit, think that, it's Halloween a bit in that you can dress right. slutty. Yeah. Right. But I do think that a lot of women I know are not uh, actively seeking men to keep them warm at night. I think a lot of girls are like, ew, shelter in place, get away from me. You know, I've been. I've heard more stories, and I don't know, maybe just because I have more women friends, of guys being like, who cares? Like, it will then we'll shelter for two weeks or something like that. Like, being down yeah. to break the... That makes more sense to me because guys are just 
I don't know. I think a little bit more down, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough to make a judgment on either sex, but I do see the thirst traps. What do you think? Uh, it seems like there's more thirst traps. It feels like women, um, are, it is a unique situation where they're, it's, it's more, they seem more solicitous. I could be wrong. Um, and it's funny and i hope that that i it's it this is an opportunity to see like what do you need how much attention do you need like this is the control group so when we go back to the variable or maybe this is the variable versus the control but so when we go back to the variable of regular life post um vaccine cuz you know people can human beings can come up with vaccines just by wanting them um because that's how vaccines work you just try um that's why we've solved every uh problem in the world we haven't um so uh i think that i don't i mean a buddy of mine said that he did a he had somebody over a woman over and they didn't kiss which made me laugh it's like what (laughs) why did you Um, have her over because they fucked but they didn't kiss Um, oh (laughs) yeah Um, like no condoms but get your mask yeah yeah. uh and yeah i mean i hope that i'm sure people are a little thirstier and it's a bit excusable but it's still thirst it's still like corny to be like look at my body but i think that like i always say on here women like sexual attention as much if not more than sex so um, i think it's more because there's like I think the reason why thirst traps are up is because women are not... I mean, I think your situation's a bit more particular. It's bringing out maybe more thirsty people who are going to... Ooh, Neil's alone. Like, you're also... You have notoriety. You're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I, I think that's a different thing. But I don't... I mean, I'm just speaking of what I know from my friends. Everyone's real, like, loves the, like, text, sexting thirst trapping more and a lot less actively wanting something happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which to me makes sense. I'm it's not surprising. Well, you can't nothing can happen unless you're a moron. Um, right, but he's saying like like that I thought women he was, are desperate for it and need, and like right. they're in a they're in uncharted territory in that they're right. they're like, "Oh fuck, what do I what do I do?" And uh, all right, let me get some attention, which I that's thirst to begin with. But you most of them, it seems like we'll end up with somebody. Whereas now you can't end up with Jack. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) And fucking whoosh. Well, you've got mail. This is a good one. RST and LE. My family just had Easter over Zoom. What are the type of we are the type of family that already didn't get along well in person. So the added frustration of technology and everyone being on edge with quarantine made the situation absolutely unbearable. I've thought a lot about what it would be like to just leave my family behind. I am about to enter my final year of law school. I'm 23 and I have a serious girlfriend. We talk about moving somewhere on the West Coast and just separating ourselves from our toxic families. I have to start studying for the bar exam this year, and I am so tempted to just study for the California bar and leave everything behind me. Uh, my girlfriend works in advertising. You could probably find work in California. 
Uh, we both grew up and currently live in the Southwest. There is no abuse in my family. No one is particularly malicious. We just don't really get along as a group, yet for some reason we try and force traditions and normalcy with holidays and whatnot. Every time I have to see them, I get this pit in my stomach and I can't overcome the anxiety it follows. Again, these aren't necessarily bad people. Everyone's just a little neurotic. I feel this sense this sense of guilt surrounding family, uh, surrounding leaving them behind. Why is that? I should just focus on myself, right? I know you talked about being uncomfortable around family, around Thanksgiving time. How do I reconcile the guilt I'm inevitably going to feel with distancing myself from my family and doing what is best in my life? Doing what's best for my life. Uh, I, I mean, you just gotta, you just gotta bite the bullet and, and say, I don't want to, uh, it's called, it's called, uh, 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 create, it's, uh, uh, remove yourself with love. It's called uh, withdraw. It's like, you know, I can't remember the term, but uh, whatever you're doing, just say like, I love you, but it's, I find it stressful. But if you need anything, please tell me. Like I'm here in an emergency or something. The thing is, I don't know if you need to announce anything. You can just, just uh, pull back a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I think you need to announce your boundaries. Maybe I'm just. Yeah, I think you're better off like announcing this. it than people aren't. Then then people don't call you on November fifteenth and like, so here's the dial in for the Zoom, or when the Zoom when the COVID's over, they're gonna want to get together again, and and you have to get right. ready to. You know, my feeling with all this stuff is New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, is it's only twenty. It's only. I mean, really, it's fourteen hours you got to get through of not doing anything and people asking what are you doing maybe the day before they ask but it's it the i used to worry about like new year's eve and pressure and then i'm just like i the next day no one cares and no one remembers what you did no but it feels so much there's so much social pressure but bianca you like your family so you tell me i do like my family um but i do have similar feelings like not this bad at all i love my family but I I don't know. I think it's weird, the idea. I, we talked about this already, like brown people being like, bye, family. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to talk to my family about boundaries because I think growing up, I always thought like, oh, I don't have boundaries with people. Look how cool, like good and strong yeah. of a person I am. And I think yeah. that's how that's why we end up with friends in high school that we would never have later because it's like she's okay, she's just a total fucking asshole all the time. Is so rude, you know, all these bad qualities. But you want to yep. try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I don't know exactly how to talk to my family about boundaries or things I really want to communicate with them. I don't know how. So sometimes you feel like, do I just ghost them? But no, I could never. <laughs> It could um, never, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I have. I, I I don't feel like I have the skills to talk to people so close about their behavior without it going south. I can talk to um, anybody else, but my family, it feels like it's just fuck it. Why? why? It's well, like, you don't feel like you you surrender a lot of civil rights when you when you deal with the family. Yeah. Um, privacy. Uh, uh, 
agency, um, mm. uh, in some ways, oh, decency, <laughs> you know. Um, decency. Yeah. Just uh, like you just surrender like... a lot of, you surrender a lot of human rights. So, you know. Uh, it's just respect. It, sooner, like, if your family you can like completely it, Yeah, like it. if you don't like it, you got to tell people like, yo, stop it. Don't do that shit. Yeah. That's what I think. But you don't, but again, I'm not Caribbean. So it's different. <laughs> you just do things a little differently. Um. So, but good luck to my friend and may you pass the bar exam. Goodbye. Um, Binks, you want in on this one? You've got mail. Fine. Um, Neil and Bianca, long time feeler, first time emailer. I wanted to say having you guys in my head each week has been a stabilizer, like looking forward to the horizon when navigation, when navigating rough seas. So thank you both for that. I wanted to recommend a great doc, Vernon, Florida, from the Im- incomparable Errol Morris. I believe it's along the lines of in transit. Though I can't seem to find an outlet to watch it. Any suggestions? I digress. Vernon, Florida is one of the best character study documentaries I've seen. Second only to Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control, another Errol Morris doc. Oh, I also wanted to touch on Beyond the Mat. I saw this when I, when it was released, and then I saw it again when Darren Aronofsky's The Wrestler came out, and I couldn't help but to see some parallels. Thoughts? Have you both? Hope you both stay up and continue to be well. Yay! Uh yeah. There's absolutely parallels between the wrestler yeah, sure. and Beyond well, the Mat. Now, having said that, I haven't seen Beyond the Mat. I thought the wrestler was horrible, and <laughs> I thought that <laughs> of the, course you did. I thought that the character there was, was no completely irredeemable, and like me and my buddy used to do a joke about what a piece of shit he was. Like, see, somehow. I'm the hero of this movie, even though I'm a total piece of shit. And he does a big speech at the end that's like a rallying cry, and then he dives headlong, and everyone's like, yeah, and it's like, fuck this guy. Um, (laughs) In fact, my buddy, Brian Olson, who I make fun of the movie with the other day, I texted him to watch Dark Side of the Ring, and he wrote back, uh, quote, the only place I get hurt is outside the ring. And I was like, what, is that from the wrestling? He goes, yeah, it's his last line. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's fucking Oh my God, that's the writing. last line? Yeah. Or one of the last <laughs> lines. It's like fucking horrible writing. So don't get me started. Vernon, Florida, I don't yeah. think I've seen, although. I've never seen. I, I'm going to look at it and hopefully the good people. Have, have you seen Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control? Yeah, I saw that in the theater. That was fucking awesome. Fast Cheap and Out of Control is really great. It's really stylized in terms of shooting, and it's it's like there's like sculptures, and it's really fucking great. Um, and damn, it's, Vernon Florida it's looks amazing. Idiosyncratic as fuck. Goodbye. Um, okay, you've got hey, mail. Neil and Bianca, hope you're holding up well in these trying times. RSTNLE. Neil, the subject of actors is idiots. I'm. Curious how you parse out great directors who praise great actors, people like P.T. Anderson and Martin Scorsese, who in countless interviews have extolled the virtues of what you would consider animate, animate flesh you can pump your words into for giving them the movie they wanted to make. How can you hold such disdain for the very people who withhold, uh, who without which you would uh, have no product to make money from? I have no doubt a healthy majority of fam-seeking genetic 
freaks who want to be seen by millions of people are shitheads who hate books and thinking, but God damn it, I'm starting to get irked by the tendency of comedians to shit on these people because they don't write their own material. The confines of their art dictate adherence to the written word. Uh, the confines of your art dictate um, the expression of thought from the performer, which should result in laughter from an audience. Would you shit on a painter because they don't get heckled while producing their work? No, again, painters are writing. It's not about heckling. It's about um, it's about expressing a thing that is your own. It's not taking... Um, uh, it's like the difference between someone who paints uh, or takes photos at Sears and a <laughs> portrait artist. Like... You're not, they, we tell them what to say. Paul Anderson, uh, Phil Hoffman would write shit. Um, um, and Daniel Day Lewis is a, an amazing actor, but again, if he didn't look great, you've never heard of him. So you gotta be good looking. I'm not saying it doesn't take any skill. I'm just saying mm. it's the idea that it should be held above directors, writers, any of these other genres is fucking insane. And like I said, anytime I'm acting, I think I can't believe people get famous for this. And if you want to judge my acting, the uh, movie I did with, um, with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Venom. Um, not Joel Edgerton, the other Australian guy. Um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yes. My Tom Hardy, Al Capone film is coming out fairly soon and you can oh yeah it's my not acting. out yet nope a um, long time you ago. Can, i know you can judge my acting in that and you can shit on me all you want and um and i bet the moment you like is the moment where i improved um so thanks thanks friend <laughs> bianca what do you say uh well I'm an actress. I don't think it's that hard. I do think that, you know, like rising to like being focused and rising to like an emotional occasion when it's like, hey, we got to do this line at this time and we're going to do it here after lunch, blah, 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 bullshit. Yeah, that can be a little bit trying, but I don't, I personally think all of the bells and whistles, I would act for so much less. Every time I've been paid for acting, I can't believe the paycheck. I, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I love acting. I love the industry. I just, I love the, the hustle. Um, but I do believe that, especially because I was really close friends. I, I have a very close friend that went to AFI. And I was always at AFI, like hanging out with them and like trying to sneak into classes and stuff. Yep. And it's so impressive what these people do. It's my friend's a cinematographer, and his cinematography is stunning. And he had to really go to school for it, and he couldn't really bullshit his way through it. You can't really bullshit your way through a lot of things, but yeah, I feel again, like you can kind of bullshit your way children, through acting. Children can act. Children. Right. People with no training. So, like, why are we making it? it you can't, children can't do medicine. Children can't be cinematographers. Children can't write. Right. Children can't can't direct children, at least not in a in a professional way. So the thing that children can do isn't that impressive to me, sir. Um, 
So but you can th- keep arguing me uh, with me about this, but I promise you my argument is sound and it's born out of experience. It's born out of the, having done that job right. and other jobs. The thing is, I think people hear you just shitting on actors. And I, I think the problem is, of course, kids can act. Of course, like animals can act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is very, in my opinion, there's very impressive acting. I don't think it's always that easy to be a good to convey the story well. Like that's why, you know, you have these like leading guys like Will Smith, you know, like Tom Hanks, like it's a lot of people are not interesting. And a lot of people can't carry a whole fucking movie. So I get that there yes, is but, notoriety. Uh, but Will and, and Tom didn't make themselves interesting. No, no. Will I'm and Tom. Not saying that. I'm not saying yeah, that. Then, I'm just saying. No, that's what I mean. It's just a natural, you know. Right. And it's not like athletes are good athletes. Yeah, but they have to fucking train. You got to get shots up. Even LeBron has to get shots. Like everybody's got to get shots up. Everything is harder than acting. <laughs> is right. what I'm so, saying. Uh, my, okay, so my only point was that I, I, there's, I'm very impressed by uh, a lot of actors and I'm mostly impressed, not unimpressed by, I'm unimpressed by most, like a majority. Um, But that it's not about acting. It's just saying that like in the industry, actors get the highest praise. They get the most notoriety. They get all the attention. They get most, they get the 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 line share. But the attention, but they don't, they I get why they get attention. It's because I see an actor, I connect with his acting. So when I see him on the street, you know, I don't. Yeah. Oh, with the I get it too. I don't think I'm but not they, baffled by it, but I'm just saying, no, having but, done it, I can't believe the house. Well, again, that's a personality issue. Where the thing I'll say about actors, all ninety-eight uh, percent of the actors that are at the Oscars every year and say, I since I was a little girl, I've loved acting. Um, if lawyers got the attention that actors got, that same woman would be at the law awards going, I've loved the law since <laughs> yeah. the time I was a child. So enough. It's a lot of bullshit. Enough. They're there for the attention full stop. Because um, you can act by yourself in a house. When people go, I came out, I moved out to LA to be an actor. Okay, cool. Go to uh, Thomas French, get a, get a play and do it in your yeah. house. Samuel French, but yes. Samuel French, Thomas French, of course, the the knockoff, the McDowells. Um, <laughs> hey, Neil and Bianca, what do you think of the COVID SNL? I was surprised it didn't set up Colin and Michael with green screens, good cameras and mics. Uh, yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not in these setting people. I didn't up with see equipment it. Business. So what's going on? Uh, it was good. I mean, it was interesting. It was like some of them. You know, it's like any. The, I thought the run, the order was not good. Because no, but I don't actually know. So SNL did a COVID. Yes, and people just shot stuff. Tom Hanks hosted from his house. Um, just one camera. He had a decent camera, and probably just had somebody from his company come over, and in his kitchen. And uh, the funny thing was, it it's just his house, so you can hear somebody in the background. <laughs> fucking around which fucking made me someone laugh. rapping in the background <laughs> i mean like yeah exactly um chet hayes of course um <laughs> dropped a freestyle uh yeah tom hanks was in it um uh there was he was the host he introduced chris martin did a song um and i it was it was a, i give him an e for effort and some an a for effort whatever the fuck you give somebody for effort <laughs> give me an e. and um <laughs> 
and I gave him an E for effort, which is confusing because it's not a grade. Um, and um, and uh, some of the I thought the rundown was wrong. I thought Lauren didn't break it down, but that he has things where he has to take care of certain cast members and da 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 da. Um, some work better than others, and but it was a it was a cool experiment. I'll say that. Mm. And some of it was funny. So do you think they should keep doing it? I think they'll do another one. Um, I don't know how many they were supposed to do, how many they're on the hook for. Um, I thought Joe's could have done a joke where Scarlett is walking around in a towel and he's like, babe, go, go away. The, no one wants to see you in a towel. Joe's had a very nice house, if you can believe it. And Che did a... Che mentioned his grandmother dying, and um, he made Joe read a racist joke, which is really funny. Um, so yeah, there was there was, and Che and Joe actually were smart, and they had people on Zoom laughing, uh, which I thought was like, oh, that's the right. way to do it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, when you see it, you can you can watch it. Um, but they don't they don't be sending people cameras for the most part because they're kind of hard to set up. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Somebody wrote that we gave them the courage not to have kids. Very proud. Um, that's good. You've uh, got mail. Here's another letter. What's good, NNB? So I'm half Japanese, quarter Italian, quarter white motherfucker who was born a Scottish gypsy. Bianca, this gives you an opportunity to shit on gypsies. <laughs> Yes. We did as gypsies do and traveled to various countries until eventually landing in the black side of Crown Heights, Brooklyn, right before the riots, where I stayed from middle school to my late 20s. There, I became deeply inundated in black culture. I was in a black gang and participated in a race war against some racist what? Latino motherfuckers. I lost innocent friends to New York cops before there were camera phones to expose them. I saw how little America cares about the black struggle. So I got out of that life and now live near the Chicago Improv in a, in a, in a suburban area, Schaumburg, because I finally got a piece of the pie. Uh, but I still feel that connection to black people. It still hurts to see them killed by some trigger-happy police or see both the obvious and subtle racism that they have to deal with in their everyday lives. It all feels personal, painful to me, but that's, but that's what's weird. I'm not black, so I don't feel like I can be offended in their place, but the offense I feel is very real, probably because black people never maybe made me feel othered, as Bianca put it. Uh, I can't choose how I feel, so I'm consulting the feeling experts how Neil feel and what Bianca donk thonk a donk about my situation <laughs> with love. That bloody cough Rona motherfucker we from orgy. Uh, from we orgy. Uh, P.S. I don't have any ill wills towards Latinos, just to make that clear. I met a lot of fine senoritas in my day. Sir, that's not the same. You can't shit on the male population of a group and but be like, but I like the females. Stop it. You're right. still racist. I um, feel like you can understand this guy, Neil. Uh yes, I don't once you feel uh um uh once you see racism up close, it's very hard to unsee. And you and you start it starts to color. You just see the the ramifications of racism in everything um and uh and there's kind of nothing uh and like there's you don't have to you don't have to like you know you can get offended on their behalf if it if it's some if there's something you can do about it 
Or even if you don't, you can be empathetic. I don't think that it makes you a bitch for being empathetic. For fuck's sake, they let you into their gang. I was in a black gang. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, you gypsy. For fuck's sake. Um, I was in a black gang called Chappelle Show one time. It was pretty great. Um, <laughs> and uh, we fought We fought mad TV. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, yeah. The, um, um, those, those are my relations. What do you think, Binks? I, I think it's just, yeah, I think you're right. Once you see it and you sympathize, it's really hard to be like, actually, fuck those people. You know, it's like hard to go back. I remember when I did like a road trip around Colorado mm-hmm. and, uh, there was not so many black people, but there were a lot of natives and I felt their struggle, the Oot tribe. And I was just like, dude, they are the black people of Colorado. Like all the natives that are totally displaced and all their shits at pawn shops. I mean, the natives are the original black. I mean, they're the black people of of America. Like they're. Oh, geez. They're they're. I mean, you want to. It's not like you want to talk about it never paid off. I mean, they got like 12 casinos uh and have and that's it and those that's the upside even the and it's like tax-free yeah again yeah cool i bet they like it i don't think anyone's like well that was even (laughs) it's not like if it was presented to them to be like you know what yeah we'll take the mass slaughter and pestilence and we get uh are we gonna have a is this casino gonna have like a good showroom we can have like there's no Right. amount of there's no compensation worthy of their suffering so right they're so really when like, I, even i think even black people be like Ugh, yeah right so when i was in colorado i was just like i mean not like i didn't feel that before but to really be up close there's not really native americans i saw one tribe at my college in san diego state on a sunday they had a powwow that was as close as I've been to a Native American. So in Colorado, I was like, dude, if I lived in Colorado, like I would ride for the natives so hard. So I think it's just, um, I don't know when you. Yeah, but I don't, it's not like the black people in Colorado are killing it. Like all 80 of them. Like it's no, you know, I'm with you. I don't, I think, I think Indians have it. Uh, I'm sorry, natives. I still call them Indians because I'm from the 70s. Um <laughs> So, uh, I know a few black people in Colorado and seems like affordable place to live. Yeah, but there's still fucking racism. It's not, you know, still, there's still rampant. Yeah. I'm just talking about the whole thing. Like, it's not, I don't think they, that it's like a better, I mean, it, I don't know. I think it is probably better to be black than Native American, I think, but who fucking knows? I think so. Goodbye. Um, you've got, oh, this is interesting. All right, one this is there's two letters left. One of them is um this woman is dating an Italian guy who's 6'4, found him compatible. Uh and then she goes, "I personally don't like giddy or g- goofy or giggly sex. When someone smiles too much or laughs too much, I immediately feel my <laughs> nipples go soft and vagina go dry." <laughs> While I acknowledge sex is fun and can be funny, I find it to be such a turnoff when these moments happen consistently throughout a sexual encounter, sex for me is intimate, emotive, more serious, and is a chance to let go of inhibition. Throughout sex, he would smile a lot and <laughs> legitimately giggle. I was so distracted by this that the sex wasn't as enjoyable as it could have been. Afterward, I was slightly annoyed and self-conscious that someone giggling like a child during sex isn't the reaction I was going for. 
nor is this the the one I'm used to getting. I asked him about it after the fact, to which he reassured me that he had a great time and thoroughly enjoyed himself. On paper, someone like him would be ideal for a lot of women, but the above experience has somehow happened more than once and not since quarantine, of course. He says uh, via text that he is looking forward to seeing me again, but in all honesty, the sex I want is a little more passionate and involved than it is uh, playful and light. I, how Neil <laughs> feel one thing you think? I would defend that guy to the highest court to in the, the land. Nail? In Why? That, He's giggling. Shut the, your dumbass th- up. That's what we all should be doing. It is very giggling? funny and it feels very good and it's very stupid. Now, I, I also mean, find the drama around sex, like <laughs> I'm there to a motive, and it's just kind of like sex is a serious thing. I did that joke a few times before the, the COVID about how we're all doing a character in sex, like men are doing, <laughs> men are all doing, what are they doing? Uh, Christian Bale as Batman. Like, yeah, so what do you like to wear my cocktails? Yeah, that's Like, so I don't think like anyone's being themselves, so I don't... I find the pageantry around sex to be a little silly. Bianca, I mean, well, here's the thing. I love a good, I dated this guy and when I performed a like uh, add-on, there's a sex act and then there's an add-on to the sex act. Uh-huh. And when I performed the add-on, he would crack up. So I would just do it. I just throw it in there sometimes and he would just be cracking up and we'd just be cracking up. Uh, it's great. I think if you guys can have fun why not but if the guy every time just starts giggling i mean like why are you defending that that's so it's like distracting i look i wouldn't say giggle every (laughs) time but what i would say is what it the drama of it is like i don't understand like this is a drama (laughs) like why i don't even know why it's considered a drama it's silly to me that like no you you we go laughing and then we go back to like oh yeah that's fucking I'm never like that I'm never like yeah that's good right there Wait, like what do you it's like? the only time I in life I'm saying I'm never the way I am during oh. sex and it's it's right. just because the way I am the way everyone is during sex is this fake uh, <laughs> sobriety that is just silly I think it's silly uh, but have you been with somebody because i have have you been with somebody that their sex character is just like it's like not working for you it's like kind of taking you out of it yeah i've been with tons of people like there the way a, they say what? like oh like where you're like um or if someone calls you baby and you don't know them that well you're like why you call <laughs> me baby like don't don't call me baby <laughs> don't it's call too early, me baby we're pre-baby this is pre-baby. Um, there was only, this one guy. Wait, only my only mom what? calls me baby. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, there's this, this is kind of candid, but there's this one guy. And uh, he was like talking dirty. Mm-hmm. And he would say like some hot things, but then he would. This is in Germany, so it had a German accent. <laughs> in English, he would break. In German, it's hot. Then he would just break into English and be like, Lick my balls. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. This is not having the desired effect. Like, it made me want to laugh. But he was so, he was Christian Bale and Batman so hard that yeah. it would have, like, I think it would have 
dissipated. Like the whole sex would have just disintegrated because people, it's so easy to make someone feel really insecure in sex. Yeah. You know, just so you kind of have to say accept anything. It. Yeah. Just look at their body. Um, and that'll do oh, it. Uh, uh, hey, we got it. I, I got to go. Okay. Okay. Um, but what a podcast. What a, what a, what a quarantine. What a podcast. What a COVID-19. <laughs> What a corona. What a what a time. Right, everyone? <laughs> Stupid. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye, love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.